0: hello hello everyone welcome back to the love solutions podcast this is your girl sayani hello
1: everybody it's so good to be here
0: with you it's your girl daria marie and i know that you've missed us because we missed you too but we're back and better we took a little vacation because we needed the vacation but most importantly daria's birthday <laughs> the past in August. So happy belated birthday, boo from the it was Leo gang. season, y'all. It was <laughs>
1: Leo season. We had to shine for a little bit outside of the podcast. But
0: thank you, baby. It was beautiful. Absolutely. I did see the pictures and the stories. Everyone was watching the stories. Everyone was looking at them pictures like, you girl. <laughs> you better. You 32 better.
1: years old, guys, and I never felt better in my life. <laughs>
0: like (laughs) period okay well today's topic is solutions on overcoming loss and heartbreak yes yes so um daria i'll let you um get into it first
1: so we're gonna touch on two separate subcategories to the solution um, in terms of loss in a way where you physically actually lose somebody or something from the earth and coping with that, or when you end a relationship or go through a breakup, because sadly, sometimes they both actually feel very similar. Um, We were talking about this before we started recording that oftentimes I've heard people say to me that when they go through a breakup, they almost feel like they lost this individual, like, like they died because yep. you lose contact, you lose, you know, sight of the person. Sometimes even you get like a distorted blurred vision of what they even look like over time. Um, that's how the mind kind of works. And it's almost like that absence of their presence and how to deal with that, because what will always remain is that you will always exist and your pain and your feelings and your discomfort and your healing is something that you have to prioritize. And something that you have to make sure that you actually put the work in to heal and be okay and recover from the loss. So, the reason why uh, Yanni's having me start is because actually, a week after my birthday, I lost my emotional support animal. I had gone through something pretty traumatic in my life about three years ago. And In response to that, after therapy and after a lot of self-reflection and changing of my lifestyle and trying to help myself become better and heal, um, I decided to get an emotional support animal and I got a hamster. His name was Peanut and I had him for two beautiful years of my life. And he, in fact, was an emotional support animal and was like, I was telling Yanni, my safety blanket Mm. and through the pandemic and just through everything in my healing process, it was such a comfort to have this little furry ball of sunshine in my life. We even before we were Love Solutions on Love Conflicts on our Instagram lives, Peanut used to come on Instagram Live with us, and everybody yes. would, re- would request him. People would ask for him yes. um, all the time. Sister- <laughs> Every time
0: he came on, it was like, "Where's Peanut?" And you literally like, go get him.
1: My sister's boyfriend said that he was the most poppin' hamster he's ever heard of in his life. Because, Period. Because okay. He, Birthday he, hat and everything.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Seriously, because like everybody knew him. Um, a lot of people asked about him. Like even with his passing, um, which he passed of old age, unfortunately they don't live for that long. But even with his passing, I got books made for me, bracelets made for me, things sent to me, prayers people writing me calling me like the amount of love and outreach that I received from my community of people and Yanni and Taylor included like it it almost really made me feel just even more grateful for the people that I have in my life which is something that likely will happen if you go through a breakup you know people find out that you you break up with your significant other and you know they they try to make you feel better and that's just what happens when you're going through pain and you know that other people know that you're going through something that's causing you pain. So for me, I was just explaining to Yanni that I had to, because a lot of people were saying, you know, like it's, it's killing me to see you like this because you're always yes. so happy and positive and well, lifting true. people up. And it, 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 that's actually very true indeed, is that I'm known to be a very positive, happy, go lucky, cheery person. So I was having to remind myself that it was okay to not be okay in, in in those moments because I had lost something that was so important to me. And I had to now know how to live and function without this emotional support animal that meant so much to me. So it, it can correlate a lot to when you break up with someone or you, or you, you change your, you know, your life when you're not in this relationship anymore, how you go forward and how you move forward in life with that. And Yanni, I know you said that you recently posted something about how to recover from a breakup. What was it again that
0: you posted with that? So there is such thing as five stages of grieving a breakup. And it's, Everything that I learned, because I've just been studying more and more about relationships, marriages, single life, um, because of course it's, it's, it's a part of my business. Um, And I've been through that before, and I could relate to it so much because the five stages of grieving the end of a relationship is denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. So the reason why those stages are in that order is because the denial when you break up with someone, um, the denial part of it is you trying to come up with different ways of telling yourself that it's going to work out, that this is just a phase and that things are going to be fixed um, and you two are going to come back together. And that's the denial part. Now, the second part is the anger. The the anger stage is harsh because this is the stage where you want to curse your ex out or, you know, you want to lash out. You start speaking very negatively about your ex-boyfriend and you kind of put yourself in this box as if you, you know, you're you're basically telling yourself how much you hate this person that's where the anger comes in because now that the denial stage has passed and yeah it's official you are breaking up with this person you are now having to accept the fact that you are no longer in each other's lives you start to think about all the negative things Mm -hmm. so that created that I mean that that guided you to that breakup, basically. I mean, that leaded to that breakup, excuse me. Um, Then there's bargaining. That's the third stage. So the third stage uh, is bargaining. And that's when you try everything in the book to get back with this person. You try to tell them, I will fix things. I am going to change anything and everything about myself to make this relationship work. What do you need from me? And I'm going to say right here, right now, you do not need to be begging anybody to take you back or begging anybody to stay in a relationship with you. Right. You are at that point. I am telling you it is really not worth it. Okay. Um, The fourth stage is the depression. And this is the like most harsh part of you know, ending a relationship, because I've experienced that, and I'm sure you probably have, Dee, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, please. Um, depression hits, because after such a long time, being with someone, and you have imagined your life, marriage, children, you think okay, this is it, everything that you've been through in your relationship, hey, it passed, we're gonna move on. And you finally, it it finally hits you that this person just was for a season, regardless if it lasted for four years, two years, 10 years, 20 years. We might not see it as a season, you know, but everything happens for a reason. I truly believe in that. And that depression when it hits is because everything just starts tearing you down. Everything that happened in the relationship, Mm -hmm. you start to think about it. You start to feel guilty. What could I have done to make things better? Was it me? Did, should I have lost weight? Should I had, you know, changed the way I dress? Oh, maybe I should have done more of this and less of that. And you start to drive yourself into insanity. And that's where the depression hits, where you don't want to eat. You just want to lay in bed all day. You don't want to interact with anyone. You just want to be left alone in the dark. And you go into this dark place and it's hard to come out of that.
1: It like takes over you. The sadness completely just takes over you. Oh,
0: absolutely. It's, it's, it's hard. And all I can say is that you can't, you can't escape it as much as you try to. It's a stage that you do have to experience and go through, but I promise you, it's not going to be like that forever. You're not going to stay in that depression forever or in that stage. And then the fifth stage is acceptance. Acceptance happens really just randomly. You wake up one day and you feel this peace. You feel this peace. You feel this awakening about yourself and you finally accept this is a new chapter. I deserve everything that I'm going through, right? Everything that I'm about to experience, I deserve this because it's going to be for the better. It's going to to help me grow. So you start to look at things from a positive point of view instead of the negative. Because what we need to understand is when you love somebody and you fight and you fight and you fight and you fight and you lose yourself, In this fight, you get to a point where you just need to shift that focus to yourself and understand that you are as important as that person is important to you. Yes. Your your feelings, your emotions, who you are as a person, you need to rebuild that again and find those parts of yourself that you lost within that relationship. And it's hard, but the acceptance stage is a beautiful thing. I feel like when you reach the acceptance stage, and I'm going to speak
1: from experience, what I explained it as for myself, whenever I went through a breakup was, it no longer lives with me anymore. It's almost like you let it go. It's almost just like it no longer encompasses your every thought. It no longer like is like a dark cloud over your head where you are constantly reliving the other four stages previously, like you're no longer feeling the denial, the anger, the bargaining and the depression, those episodes of that. It's more like a feeling that you're accepting the lessons that you received from the relationship and you're taking it with you with an open mind and an open heart and allowing you to move forward in feeling peace with that decision and with that, you know, failure of a relationship. Um, right. I think it, it's it's so crazy that you just listed those five things, because when I lost my pet and when I was going to the hospital and, and getting the cremation services and everything done, they had given me um, a, a pamphlet to help me. And I, I, I was constantly reading and, and trying to understand the ways that I was feeling. And one of the things was, what is grief? Grief is a healthy and normal response to loss. Attempting to suppress grief can actually prolong the grieving process. So in terms of of losing someone or something or in a relationship, a lot of people do this where they just act like they're not grieving and they act like they're not upset or they'll go and they'll go out and they'll drink and they'll party or they'll they'll go hook up with other people and act like they're not, you know, heartbroken or sad.
0: And it says
1: grief can feel like being lost. The familiar things we relied on to live each day are gone. It's also common to replay moments of your beloved relationship, or the beloved person, place, or thing. And you could provide yourself with stages of grief and allow yourself to feel. So with denial, it says, the stage help, this stage helps you to survive loss. Your worlds can feel meaningless and become overwhelming. Denial is a common defense mechanism that helps to numb our emotions. Mm-hmm. So when Yanni was talking about, you know, you don't want to believe that the relationship's over, or On my end, you don't want to believe that, you know, this person is gone or this place is gone. This thing is gone. Um, And that's the first phase of just like disbelief. Like, you know, when something happens, the first thing you say is like, I can't, I can't believe this is happening or I can't believe this happened. Like that's your, your initial response is just like denial. And then anger, um, the emotion we are most accustomed managing is anger and it is a necessary part of healing. It is important that you allow yourself to truly feel this stage in order to move through it. So when you were saying, like, you know, oh, I hate this person, I feel like the anger from that part, because in reality, you love the person. I think that you Absolutely. hate, you get angry with the way, the circumstances and the way that they made you feel. And you're angry that it didn't work in your favor. So that's where the anger is coming from. I mean, you may exactly. you may actually be angry towards the person or hate the person, depending on what the circumstances were. But most of the time you're angry that you're no longer feeling that euphoric happiness anymore and it's it's bringing you down. Exactly. Um, the bargaining is a normal reaction to feeling helpless is to bargain, often followed by thoughts of if only I, you may yep. believe you could have done something differently to change the final outcome. So you and I were also talking about that before when we were talking about losing pets and stuff like that. Yes. Normally you, you feel guilt. You feel like, You know, what could I have done better or what could I have done differently or how could I, in terms of a relationship, how could I have saved this relationship or how could I have maybe, you know, improved or like you said, should I have lost weight? Should I have done this? So it's like guilt tripping yourself and bargaining with like, if only I did this or or like you were saying, you bargain with the significant other and say like, what could I do to to fix this relationship or get it back? Exactly. Um, the depression. This is typically when you will really start to feel the impact of the loss. You may begin to retreat by being less social or less vocal about what you're going through. So you, you know, you kind of shut down. That's like when yes. in movies, in movies, when you see the girls in bed with the tub of ice cream.
0: Yep, exactly. <laughs> and
1: not and not answering the phone, and their apartment's a mess, and their hair's a mess. And I will showering. say,
0: I've been that girl.
1: <laughs> really? That's not. Ne- yes. That's never been me. I've I've literally never done that. Mm.
0: Girl, I love chocolate. <laughs> I love, love, love chocolate. Like I remember my cousin got me like hella chocolates and I was just popping them kisses away, <laughs> eating away. And I'm like watching YouTube videos and I'm like crying. I'm listening to songs. Oh, God. songs. Lord, my cousin had to like snap me out of it. She's like, girl, if you don't stop playing all these sad ass songs.
1: <laughs> and it's funny because sometimes like you, you, you wallow in your sadness. But you know what? Yes. Like, I think that it's important. Like, I say I was never that person, but I was that person. Like, I'm the type that will like feel it for a day and then I'll be like, get your ass up. I ain't right. eat another tub of ice cream because I'll be jiggling all, all this work in, all this work in the gym. And I'm out here jiggling. Like, no. So <laughs> I, I'm like, all right, you were sad. you got it out. Like, right. now let's, move to, let's move towards the acceptance stage. Let's get there. Let's get there. Um, So the acceptance is accepting your loss doesn't always mean you are back to normal or okay. The stage is about accepting the loss, recognizing this new reality is a permanent one and knowing you will be okay. And I loved yeah. that. I loved that part because I remember my dad always told me like, you can't stress over things that you can't change. And, and although things could be painful and hurtful, there's always a reason for things. And Mm -hmm. I was telling Yanni before that peanut, my hamster passed away on the exact date of the tragic event that I experienced in my life to the date, August 14th, three years later. And, and it was almost like a sign from God that I had healed and yeah. that and that he's letting me go because he knows that I'm that I'm healed from what I went through that he like served his purpose in my life to help me heal and help me get to a place where I felt like I was okay and things were going to be okay um so Ooh. it's it's like shifting my mindset and and looking at the positive of the two beautiful years that I had with him and accepting that you know I can't change the fact that his lifespan is so short exactly. I can't change the fact that that I lost him, you know? So it's about what am I going to do? So what I did was I celebrated his life. I got an urn. I have his pictures. I have a little whole thing in my room with him and like all these things that I say, good morning, good night to him. I have him right here in my room. So it's like, you have to know ways to provide yourself with comfort. And I think that that's a really, really big word when you're talking about a breakup or a loss or anything is, is making yourself feel comfort. And what, what does that mean for you Maybe different for other people, but I know what it meant for me. Like you were saying, you were worried about me and that happens often. You know, when you break up with someone, everyone's going to be worried about you checking on you and making sure you're okay. And, and those are the people that I, you should really appreciate and, and, and don't shut them out because there's, there's something about that person that hurts when they see you hurt. And I think that I saw a lot of that in this, in this particular incident in my life of, of even strangers of people that just somebody, somebody messaged me and said to me, um, even though I never knew him, I loved peanut because I saw how happy he made you. And it was like, yeah, of course. The, yeah like it was like one of the sweetest things that somebody said. And that's all, it's almost like being in a relationship, you know, like when someone sees that another person is bringing you happiness, like they want you and that person to be together. Cause they see that they make you happy. Of course. Um, but in life, I want to ask you Yanni, cause mm-hmm. you have so much experience with this. And, and I just want to say that my girl guys reached 10 K followers on TikTok, Y'all like, <laughs> like I, I am seeing when I go to her page, like I see people from all over the world, like do- doing duets with the things that you're posting. Like, you're getting hundreds of comments. Like I went to comment. I was like, this bitch got 385 comments already. <laughs> I'm like, she better see my shit on here. Like, but you know what? Let's because you know what you're talking about and you yeah. speak, and you speak from the heart. So when, when someone goes through a breakup and they're, and they're in that phase of the, the, in between the anger and the bargaining, you had mentioned that never to beg somebody to be with you. So, Mm -hmm. that it's part it's part of the of the phase and it's part of of the stages of grief and of moving on and of, of getting to the acceptance phase but what would you tell people when they're stuck in that place for too long and they're not moving at a healthy pace to get towards the acceptance phase of letting that person go because they're obviously not meant to be with that person like what would you say to somebody
0: remember why you left in the first place remember Mm -hmm. why you decided to leave remember why you know this person told you why they didn't want to be with you you know because sometimes you're the one doing the breakup and other times it could be the other person breaking up with you and that's something that i actually did i had to remind myself hey I did everything that I I know I did right by this person. I know that I did every and anything in my power to express that I wanted to fix things and what were the things that I needed from this person in order to make things work, in order for me to even consider staying in this relationship. But it wasn't considered. My voice wasn't heard. I was being tolerated and I didn't feel like, I I didn't feel great. I didn't feel good. It didn't feel, I didn't feel love. I felt disappointment. I felt, these are the things I had to remind myself. Like I I felt disappointment. I felt unhappy. I kept lying to this person telling them, yeah, I'm happy. I, I love you. Like I'm happy, but in all reality, I wasn't happy. So I had to constantly, when I would be in this stage, remind myself of why I'm important, why I made that decision to leave. And the bigger picture was because I wasn't meant to stay there any longer. Yes. I wasn't meant to stay there any longer. I, I, It was meant for me to make that decision and Look, look like you you have to you have to think about it this way. If because a lot of people get confused when I say leave the relationship, leave the marriage. If you have to constantly voice to somebody how to treat you,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they're talk about it, they're constantly disrespecting you. They're constantly being inconsiderate. They're, they are constantly doing things in your face to the point where there is no longer any dignity. It doesn't exist anymore. The intentions, the priorities, everything changes. So why are you going to stay somewhere that you are, where you are not wanted? Right. I don't want to feel that way. I know my worth. I know what I did in that relationship. I know that I was nothing but great to this person. And that's what you have to remind yourself when you are in that stage between denial and your bargaining and and you know you you want to try to make things work. Don't beg nobody to stay and don't beg nobody to take you back. Move on. So that is something that I I highly recommend and I will say everybody processes things very differently, but this will work for you because I have seen with my clients um, that I have helped, it has helped them move along.
1: I honestly just love listening to the advice that you give because you're such an advocate for loving yourself and you're such an advocate for being an advocate for yourself. And I think that In what you're saying, the whole thing that I'm thinking in my head is, is the good has to outweigh the bad, and the one thing that you said that was so like it just tugged so much at my heart was, "Don't stay where you're not welcome, or not or not wanted." Because if it's one thing that pains me is to see people, anyone that I care about or just anybody talking to me about a relationship or whatever have you, is to feel like they're not wanted by the person that they want. Right. And, and that, that has to be the worst feeling. So having the dignity, the confidence, and the strength to know that you deserve better and that you don't deserve to beg somebody to love you in return is huge. And the, telling yourself those things and having that mindset is going to get you to that acceptance stage where you just accept that no matter how, you know, I saw something that was like you could see somebody in a certain light and you could see all these beautiful qualities and all this potential that this person has and they are not giving you that version of themselves because you're not the person that that you're going to that they're going to get it to that they're not going to give it to you so you have to allow people to be who they are and treat you the way that they want to treat you because best believe that the people will treat you the way that they feel about you
0: and if you allow it and i'm gonna i'm, I'm gonna use uh, an example usually i don't do like youtubers but i've been following this couple krishan and blueface and i believe is krishan and blueface but this youtube couple it's been so it, it's so bad that her her man tells her how he is, how he still literally fucks around with his baby mama. Like he goes to her house and has like, he he he's messing with her. Like he goes over there and has relations with this woman. Okay. And he's telling his girl this. And you know what he says in a video? He says in the video, that, well, what are you talking about? You know this, you already know this. So I don't understand why you acting so shocked. And her response was, so what? And it was just like, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait a minute. You allow somebody to do something like that. That is your fault. I am sorry. You allow to some you allow someone to degrade you, to devalue you in that in that light, in that manner that says so much about a human being. The fact that this person this even if it was the other way around, you get what I'm saying, vice versa because'm mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not directing it at, as just at the, the women men do it too. You get what I'm saying like I mean, yes. men, go through, men go through it too. but in this particular case, you should never, never ever ever let anyone disrespect you like that. I don't care how much money you have. I don't I don't care how much money this person has. I don't care what this person is doing for you. You do not allow someone to disrespect you like that in your face. So what you allow Is going to keep happening, and then you can't be the victim. You don't. You're not the victim anymore. You know what you are. (laughs) You're the enabler. One hundred percent. You're enabling this. You are telling this person that it is okay for them to treat you that way. Boundaries. Period. You have to create these boundaries. You have to. So, all of that to say that grieving a breakup or grieving a loss is something that all of us at some point, we're going to go through it. And there are ways to cope with the grief. And we're going to go through all of these different emotions because it's inevitable. It's it's something that we can't, we can't escape as much as we want to, you know, it's something that like you said, like your dad told you some things you just can't control. Right. Right. And you have to just let it go.
1: You can't. He says to me, don't stress over things that you can't change. That's right. And also, if you're going through a breakup, and this is something that I will raise my hand if it says anybody in the room did this, raise your hand. I am guilty as this. So I'm not saying that this is something that I've never done. Mm -hmm. But allow yourself when you lose or you break up with someone, you lose someone allow yourself the time and we've talked about this in other segments and other topics right. allow yourself the time to go through these five stages and allow yourself the time to heal because they always say that hurt people hurt people yeah and when you're when you're not healed and you go out there just thinking like oh I'm good fuck this person I'm going to go date and I'm going to go do this and do that you're nowhere near ready healed or even remotely close to being able to have a healthy relationship or connection with another person Thank until you go so through, much
0: for saying that
1: until you go through these stages and really allow yourself to accept that it's over get the lessons that you learned feel the feelings and then allow yourself to move forward with a clear mind
0: and a clear heart that's that's right and um just so you know, D, those were all solutions on overcoming loss and heartbreak, girl. You just said it all. <laughs> you did. Cause I done
1: been there, I've been done that, and and I feel like I'm I'm someone that's actually, even through being such close friends with you and in doing my own reflecting of things I've done in the past and ways that I move now, is that you you really, really need to allow yourself to name the feelings that you have and allow yourself that's to right, feel them, right. understand why you're feeling them and then do the work to make yourself feel better. Like it's all on you. That's right,
0: absolutely. And you know, I, I'm pretty sure you, oh, you've you already heard it. And you know, we wanna, it's not just me, we have the love conflicts gang, the love solutions gang that we wanna just express to you how much we love you. Um, we are here for you. I know that this is still recent for you in regards to Peanut and Peanut will always, always live in our hearts and in our memories. Um, He's always going to be a part of love conflicts. If if y'all don't know who Peanut is, honey, he is all (laughs) up in our love conflicts videos. Okay. I just needed to, you know, pop my tongue real quick because it's, you know, I have to emphasize that he was definitely a part of the Love Conflicts shows. So you can go to our lives on my page, Love Solutions for You. um, So you can see our videos and you'll see Peanut there. (laughs) He's heard it all.
1: (laughs) He's heard it all. He's been in the lives sitting with me, just
0: engaging in the fuckery with us. Yes exactly and he was rooting for daria all the time <laughs> it was just it was just there but um but we i definitely wanted just to i i definitely wanted to just put that out there and leave it on this podcast that you are very loved you are an amazing human being you are a sis to me you are family to me and taylor and um if there's ever, and I always say this, if there's ever anything that you need, you need to talk to somebody, whatever, this is also your home. We are here for you. The love solutions and love conflicts gang. We love you.
1: Thank you, baby. And I love you guys so much. And just knowing that I have so many people in my corner and so many people in my life that are rooting for my happiness and my mental health. And just knowing that I have so much love in my heart to give and it's it's really just such a beautiful, it's a beautiful community to be a part of and I'm so grateful and I'm so grateful for you keeping it alive and not even only keeping it alive, but keeping it growing and evolving. So I am here for it. I love it. Thank you so much.
0: You are very welcome, babe. And you know what? There's no need for you to thank me or thank <laughs> any of us, okay? Because you are who you are and that is your power, okay? Oh, oh. okay okay and I'm just letting you know I'm I'm gonna say right here on this podcast I got a little twerk twerk for you when I see you so um prepare okay prepare because I know how you love it when I be twerking so (laughs) I'm ready for you boo I'm ready but (laughs) but um thank you guys so much for being so patient with us and still listening to our episodes, even though we were on vacation for almost a month. Um, I think it was like a month. It was a, it was, it was, a yeah, month. It was three three weeks. Yeah. Yes. Um, and you guys were still supporting us, liking our videos, sharing our reels. Um, so thank you so much. We love you all. Uh, is there anything you'd like to say Darvia baby?
1: I just want to say that what we did is a perfect example of what we are telling you to do is that we had things in our life that required our time, our energy and we I had That's some nice. you know, I had some healing that I had to do so there was a part of me that I felt I wouldn't be myself on the podcast if I had recorded let's say maybe last week or the week before so Someone who loves and understands me and, and respects me like Sayani said, you know, when you're ready, you let me know. And having people in your life that support your journey and support your healing. And, and, you know, that's why we took a little bit of a break or extended break and we're back. We're better. We're healed. Oh, and that's just, just take that advice to just take the time for yourself that you need because it's important.
0: Yes. Thank you so much for saying that. And please be sure to, Share this with any and everyone that you feel needs to hear this. And they're going through uh, basically the things that we named on here, what we spoke about on here that you just listened to. Please share it, follow us, subscribe, don't be shy. Send us an email. All our information is in our description and we can't wait. For the next episode of the Love Solutions podcast, which will be dropping next week. It's every Thursday at 12, y'all. So
1: every Thursday we are back. So get ready for us next week. And you will hear from us this Thursday tomorrow with this episode. Yes.
0: So peace and love, y'all. Have an awesome, awesome day or night. Peace and love, everybody. Bye. Bye.